don't forget, it ain't the first 48, bro. It's 60 minutes, bro. You come with the king, you best not miss. So much for the four-game winning streak. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Zone 32 podcast. Episode 85, the Derek Mason episode. Fuck McDonald's and fuck Chad Johnson. We got a quartet tonight. Grant fucking died. I don't know. He's doing some shit being a ginger. But my name is Jake. His name is Drew. His name is Will. His name is Trippy. Say what's up to the people, man. Suck my dick. Fuck, fuck you. Alright, man. Well, there you go. <laughs> So as y'all can tell, we're salty because the Ravens played host to the fucking Brownies and we fucking lost to the Brownies. They held a 31-17 lead in the fourth quarter and they proceeded to collapse. Even though the Browns did their best to try to lose that game, but not to be outdone, the Ravens found a way to lose that game even harder. We were up so 7 nothing in the first 10 seconds of the fucking game. Yes, that, that is correct. And yeah, we still- Fox, Fox, eat my dick. Fucking show Kyle Hamilton taking that to the house. I had no idea what fucking happened. Guys just shrutting in the end zone. I'm like, you <laughs> fucking catch the ball? Like, what's going on here? That, that, that shitty camera correct. work. Shitty camera work. I hope every one of your camera people gets fired for that game. Fuck you. All right, go ahead. As well, they should. But either way, so, yeah. So the, Ra- so the Browns tried to lose that game, but the Ravens tried harder and were more successful at it. So, Drew, I'm going to start with you. What the fuck happened? Um... We suck, or we sucked, I should say. There's literally, other than the wide receivers, you can say that every facet of our game was fucking awful on Sunday. Uh, Chris Horton, go the fuck away. Go coach somewhere else. Learn how to coach special teams. That blocked 55-yard kick because of that big, stupid fuck MAGA Ben Cleveland not being able to you know, force somebody inside, um, not giving Keaton Mitchell the ball. I mean, the Browns tried to lose that fucking game. They missed an extra point, and James Prochet made the biggest play of his Ravens career by muffing that fucking punt. And then the Browns proceeded to get, like, 14 penalties so that we'd go six yards and score a touchdown. I mean, it was just a fucking it – was, it was a train wreck. Offensive line got their fucking asses kicked all day. Uh, Will has put on the internet that Patrick McCarry was, you know, trying to perform a live sex act during the game, <laughs> and that led to a tip pass pick six. Um Ronnie Stanley came up with another injury. Go the fuck home. Stay the fuck away from this team. You're a fucking loser. I'm done with you. I mean, kept trying to run the ball up the middle with Gus Edwards, and there was nowhere to run the fucking ball because John Simpson is, like, only good at blocking ghosts, can't actually block actual players. Uh, Lamar had his worst game of the year. I mean, there's just a laundry list of things here that we can complain about. Todd Munkin had a horrible showing play-calling-wise. John Harbaugh, again, proved to be oblivious and confident. I don't know what words you want to use in terms of not stepping in and telling Todd Munkin to figure it out. Uh, Mike McDonald did not have a great game in terms of, you know, calling soft coverage over the middle that the Browns picked apart in the second half. I mean, we let, you know, fucking Bill Cosby's clone go 14 for 14 in the second half and, you know, lead that comeback. I'm assuming that when he got hurt in the end of the first half and they brought him in the locker room, that he must have gotten like a happy ending and, you know, energized him for the second half. But Mr. Happy I, I that, did have a nappy. Yeah, it was just it was a it was a fucking shit show from top to bottom. Like there was just you could complain, you could pick out pretty much any player that started that was not a wide receiver and complain about them. Mark Andrews, I forgot you were on the fucking team. You didn't do shit. I, I just I don't know. Like I, I'm at a loss. That was probably the worst loss that we've suffered besides playoffs in a long time. Um, just no facet of the game, you know, bailed us out. Uh, I, I'm 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 not thrilled with that outcome. I'm very very unhappy with how that fucking went down. Ruined my Sunday. Just you know, the good news is we got a short week, and you know we're back at it on Thursday night, so I don't have to stew on this for extra days. But yeah, Trippy, um, you tri- Trippy, you were there, so I'm sure that ruined your Sunday more than anybody else's because you had to watch that travesty in person. 
Yeah. And one thing I hate, I hate leaving the bank. What like losing at the bank? That's that. That's a sad walk. I mean, especially seeing the players come out looking all mad and shit. Well, it's like, their fucking fault. So you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like it, it's still you don't want to fucking. It, it, so I I crushed um our, our pal Devin in one of the group chats I'm in. Said like if we had lost thirty four to twenty, I wouldn't be as mad as I am right now. And I made fun of him for it. I said that was um, I, I used uh, our word that I'm not allowed to say on air because you and Grant have taken the mantle for me that, on that, Will. But um, I, yeah, I said like that. that's the dumbest fucking take I've ever heard. But he's actually right. Like if we had gotten our fucking teeth kicked in at home, it's a lot easier to let that settle than blowing that fucking lead. 31-17 in the fourth quarter. I think it was like four minutes left or five minutes left in the, in the fourth quarter and we blew that shit. Yep. I mean, we were up 17-3 to early. Everything looked like it was, you know, in our control, and then just slowly we fell apart. Lamar had that dumbass throw to Bateman. He had that fucking pick six that just took the perfect bounce where the Browns had all the blocks set up. And then even after that, you had, again, James Prochet muffing that punt is like the greatest thing he's ever done for the Ravens. And put that shit on a, you know, like wrapped up a win for us in a bow, and we still figured out a way to fucking blow it. So Hey, I, don't know. I, I just want to throw this out there because I, it just came across the timeline. Your best friend Ryan Mink tweeted it against I'm man. Co- well, I know. So against man coverage, Zay Flowers ranks number one among NFL wide receivers in target separation at three point zero yards, minimum twenty targets. That's via next gen stats. So he's basically. Did he follow that up? Did he follow that up with some tweet slandering Lamar? Because that's usually what Ryan Mink does. It's true. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's the like the undertone of it is uh, Zay Flowers. Oh, well, he did say Jamar Jamar Chase isn't the only one. Dot dot dot, and he has the uh, the screenshot of Jamar Chase saying, "I'm open. I'm always fucking open." So maybe that oh, is okay. Lamar Shade, right? So, I mean, that's all Ryan blow does. Ryan, Ryan Mink pretends that he's a fucking film analyst now. You're a fucking dork. You have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Shut the fuck up. Stop tweeting. <laughs> Fire him. Fire him and Chris Horton. Fuck. Get get him out of here. Go get pegged. Yeah. By I'm your doing wife. cocaine, you cuck bitch. I'm okay. I'm okay with Garrett Downing because <laughs> he's like, you know, he's embraced that he's like a fucking dork and like his job is social media. And I'm even moderately okay with Cassie because she was afraid of Trippy and realized that they fucked up by not making you fan of the year. And she wanted no part of that fucking smoke. So she's fine. Ryan Mink, go the fuck home. Get the fuck out of here. Stop with your film analyst bullshit. Stop fucking trashing the team. You work for them. Figure it so his, ass, he, his ass can go work for the fucking commanders for all that. Take his he, ass, he, yeah, his you know what he should do? Him, him and uh, JLC should have a fucking radio show together. Yeah, him and JLC can both, you know, fucking drown in the inner harbor for all I care. Yeah. Um, my my biggest issue from Sunday, and I've said it, I've said it on Twitter, I've said it on the PSF stream, the fucking special teams, man. It's so bad, um, especially for a team that, that should be uh, – you know, towards the top of the league in special teams, just based on the personnel and the based on the fact that our head coach was a special teams coach before he was a head coach. So Chris Horton should be fired. It's not going to be some sort of disruptive, uh, you know, change to the coaching I, staff, but I, something I, I needs just, to change. This just popped in my head. Chris Horton wants to keep his job. You should let Justin Tucker kick him in the nuts as hard as he can. Well, I think we should tell him that. Let Justin Tucker kick him in the nuts as hard as he can and then fire him. That's fine, but I want to see Justin Tucker get him in the nuts. But the, what what has happened this season is unacceptable. It's fucking it's just it's, it's bad. Talk to, again, Sunday was bad, and we're coming off of a you know recency bias horrific loss. But like our special teams has sucked all year. Yeah, there has not been a bright spot on special teams, and I feel like every time Justin Tucker misses a kick, it like is a bad omen. Anytime yep. he misses, something bad happens, and it's just. I'm fucking tired of it. I'm tired of seeing, you know, us do dumb shit on special teams that just leads to more dumb shit happening on offense and defense. Right. Like enough's enough at this point. Yeah. Fucking fire him. You know, Todd, figure it the fuck out. You had a couple good showings. You've kind of fallen off. Like, you know, there was an argument last week after the uh, Seahawks game, you know, what grade are you going to give Todd Munkin for the year? And, you know, dipshit Calvin, who can't read, got all bent out of shape that everybody was saying B. And he's like, oh, Todd Munkin has been phenomenal. Blah, 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 blah. This is why Todd Munkin has had a B performance this year, is that, you know, the play calling has shit the bed too many times for my liking. And it's not that he lacks creativity because he has that second level in the passing game that Roman doesn't have. It's, again, situationally, we just suck. When we need points, he doesn't dial up the place to get us points. And he doesn't seem to adjust to being hit in the mouth and being figured out. 
He almost goes into every week expecting that he is the smartest man in the room and that the plays that he calls are going to work. And sometimes they fucking don't. You're playing against NFL defenses. This isn't Georgia. You can't have a 26-year-old CPA as your fucking, you know, quarterback and just run train on everybody. Like, you're playing against the best of the best. You got to come prepared. You got to be ready to adjust. And we just don't seem to be ready to adjust sometimes. Apparently, uh, while we're, uh, we're recording this, a fucking huge brawl has broken out during the Timberwolves um, Golden State game. Dallas at the Palace, or oh yeah, I saw that Rudy Gobert. Uh, Draymond oh, Green cold. like fucking squeezed Rudy Gobert's head off, like yeah, fucking put him in a, in a in a in a tight ass headlock. I, like, hate, I, hate Dr- I hate Draymond Green, but Rudy Gobert started COVID, so that guy can go fuck himself. Yeah, Team Draymond. Did. Team he, Draymond. He did. He did. Fuck bitch licking. Warriors. Bitch licked microphones, and then we had to go on lockdown for three months. Fuck you, Rudy Gobert. He killed, man he, he, he killed Carl uh, Anthony let's, Towns' let's, mom. Let's, let's not go down that yep. road, dude. Then my gold helmet will pop up in there. Let's not do that. I mean, it's what happened. Let's not go down that road. Rudy Gobert didn't lick any microphones and COVID never happens. So How the just, fuck was just, he licking microphones anyway? Because he was making a he joke. Was, he's, like, he's like, COVID's he not real. COVID uh-huh, seriously. Let me, let me lick this fucking microphone. They test positive for COVID, and then the country shut down like two days. Literally, later. literally, like uh, the, the next day, the NBA shut down. Yeah, and then the rest of the country started shutting down. Rudy yeah. Gobert, you French piece of shit, fuck you. And he had COVID. COVID. Yeah, licking microphones. I, I mean, COVID. I mean, fuck, I mean, fuck the French and Rudy Gobert. But oh, let's not go down. Uh, so we can talk about bands that you know fucking eat children, but God forbid we point out that a French. Well, well, and and, and let's be really clear. No, we'll just, COVID, yeah. COVID back then was different than COVID now. Yeah, it, it's, it's not Rudy Gobert took it seriously. <laughs> like it, you know, if Rudy Gobert took it seriously, then none of that shit happens. But instead, he ruined the whole country with his, you know, stupid French ideals. Put us all in lockdown because he's just a selfish dumbass. So I'm glad Draymond beat the shit out of him. Long story short, yeah, <laughs> got a lot of mis- got a, got a lot of misplaced be- rage today, but. Fuck Rudy Gobert. Right. Fuck Rudy Gobert and fuck the Browns. How about that? All right. I hope I hope he gave Draymond tuberculosis because fuck Draymond Green. Yeah, I mean, normally I don't like Draymond, but he's a man of the people here. Just doing doing what somebody should have done a long time ago. Beat I, I hate Draymond Green, but I I I see your logic. So yeah. But, uh, enemy of my that's enemy. That's understandable, but so. yeah, I, I can't second that. Fuck the Warriors. I have far too much hate in my heart for the worst. Fuck Steph Curry, fuck too. Steph Curry. Fuck Clay Thompson. Fuck Steve Curry, even though he was an integral part of the 97, 98 Bulls and all that. But that being said, fuck Speaking all of, of them, Steve Kerr, that so entire organization. Fuck the city of speaking San Francisco. Of, speaking of Steve Kerr, I'll get us back on track here because the moderators, you know, going off the rails here. Michael yeah, Jordan that, punched him in the face and punched him in the face in a practice, and it kind of brought did. the team together and they ended up winning. Maybe we need somebody to just punch Ronnie Stanley in the face, and then we can get over Sunday. I know who hey, could do it, and Dominican Sue. Earl Thomas would have done it, but you know, God forbid we, you know, don't keep. Earl him Thomas would have been too busy trying to tag team a girl with his brother. Again, Earl Thomas punched Chuck Clark. Punch Chuck Clark. Right move. Yeah, we need, yeah. we need, we need somebody to do that because this is why you know we don't have. Yeah, he did. He did. And Chuck deserved it. Chuck didn't know how to line a defense. Fucking and he didn't learn either by getting punched in the face. So that should have been, you know, coaching staff's number one clue that he needed to be gone. But we don't have somebody like that in the locker room when the 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 story of twenty nineteen is that we got the shit kicked out of us in that week four game by the Browns at home. And Brandon Williams didn't play because he was nursing some hamstring or quad injury. And, you know, Nick Chubb fucking ran wild on us. And after the game, Earl Thomas went in the locker room and fucking went after Brandon Williams, called him like a fat pussy and told him to fucking play in games and that, you know, we're here to win. And then, and then all of a sudden on we the- go on it. You know, all of a sudden we win 12 games in a row. Like, we don't have an asshole like that on the roster right now. I think yeah, Roquan is a hmm? – Well, are you going to make a Derrick Henry stiff arm joke? No, I'm going to say later yeah, on good. in that same day in that same interview, he said, yeah, you know, I made a business decision on that 84-yard Nick Chubb run. So, man. He didn't make a business decision. He wasn't going to fucking catch him. He said he no made angle. a business decision. Yeah, that's fine. He, he literally said decision. he did. Yeah, he had no angle on him. This is the dumbest right, fucking revisionist he, history of all time. I, he, I, he, I, is a, he is a right message, wrong messenger kind of. No, he's the right message is. and the right messenger because you need an asshole. Like, we don't have an asshole. This is why you we do, fucking blow leads. 
Did we, we blow leads Sue. when we had Earl Thomas? We need Did we Sue. blow leads when we had Earl Thomas? Did we blow leads when we had Terrell Suggs? Did we blow leads when we had Ray Lewis? Did we blow leads when we had Ed Reed? No, because they were fucking assholes, and they get in people's faces and tell them to stop fucking up. You know, fucking three, three of those four. You're right. Three of those four. You're right. Did we blow leads with Earl Thomas? Never happened. We need. No, Sue. we just let's see. Actually, I have to we go back to week three, week four. Did we, we ever uh, have? Did we have a lead against see. the Chiefs or the Browns? No, I know we didn't against the Titans, so we just got our ass. I mean, if we had lead, if we had a lead against the Chiefs, it was like a one point lead late or something like that. Like it wasn't like a you know a safe, comfortable ten point lead. We didn't blow games like that. We had yeah, fucking killer instinct. Back in the day when we had Ed and Suggs and Ray Lewis, we had that double digit lead. We knew the game was a wrap because we knew if somebody was going to fuck it up, somebody was getting in their face on the sideline, telling them to get their head out of their ass and fucking make plays. I think we what, don't what, have what, somebody like that. What, what Ray, what Ray told him one day, like, man, just get us three points. That's all we need or something like that. Right. But that ten points. But that, that, that kind of, ten points. Ten points. That kind of confidence, that kind of fucking confidence, you know, goes through the whole team. And I think Roquan can get to that point with the defense. He's not quite there yet. We don't have somebody like that on offense. We have a fucking, you know, pussy playing left tackle who, you know, gets a bruised knee and acts like he gets fucking shot on the field. We have... Just Lamar is a, is a quiet guy, and it's you know that, that's his personality. He's not a rah rah in your face kind of guy, but we, we need somebody like that. And if it's got to be Lamar, that's going to step up and be an asshole. I wish, I wish Mark Andrews asshole. was like that. I think Mark Andrews can probably be like that. But he's another one. He gets no. rattled. He gets you know who it is. Down you know who it really could be. It should be Odell. Lindy. I mean, it Lindy could be him too. It was probably right it was probably Yonda. It was probably Yonda in 2019. So yeah, if you need it a was. fucking you know. An empty-brained offensive lineman to just be fucking yeah. screaming at and people. And before that, scoring. it was before that it was Jensen. Yeah, and you know he was. Um, we don't. We're not. We're not fans of who Jensen was feeding information to. But you know, it is what it is. Some people make bad choices, but he was a good leader, so that's fine. Yeah, he was, and he was the he wanted he was only took up for Joe after he got destroyed by Kiko Alonso. So hey, hey, he, he was imperfect. He was feed, he was feeding clan members negative information about Lamar Jackson too. But you know, that's fair. For for argument's sake, we'll say some of his leadership qualities were good and some of them were bad. And, you know, but again, we need some of those good ones in the locker room because we don't have that. That's why these fucking, you know, ugly ass blown leads happen is we don't have somebody who sees that we're bleeding out on the field and we need to stop the fucking bleeding and they need to get in people's faces. Nobody does that shit. That's kind we of don't what, that's, like that. one of the things that KVN should be doing, too, as a as a veteran guy. I know he's new, but. That's the problem is is you keep bringing in these, you know, revolving door veterans who come in late. Like they don't have camaraderie with the team. They don't know whose buttons to push. And again, you're right. KVN should be that loud in your face guy, but he hasn't been here long enough to be comfortable with that. So like get over it and be comfortable doing it or stop bringing in guys week six that are going to play meaningful snaps or, you know, stop bringing in guys week six to fix your leadership issue. You know, fucking tell some young guy to figure it out. Right. I don't know. Again, if a story came out that somebody fucking got in Ronnie Stanley's face and called him a bitch and told him to fucking play, I'd love that shit. Yeah. Fair. Yep. Agreed. And we didn't even mention Marlon's definitely not playing on Thursday. Um, and when he got hurt, that's when shit started going downhill. So I wonder if he's part of that on the defense too, that he's kind of that vocal leader. He's a fucking weird dude, but I, I could definitely see him being amped up all the time and yelling at people. I mean, you see him get very animated on the field. God only knows what the fuck he's screaming about. Probably like mac and cheese sucks after he sack, you know, sacks somebody or tackles somebody. But fuck it, you know, it gets people going. Then we just we need more guys like that. We need more, you know, emotional leaders who are not afraid to push buttons. You are absolutely right on that. No question. Earl Thomas is a free agent. Just saying, and Earl Thomas is out one point nine million because somebody stole his identity. So if we want to pay him one point nine million to come in and just be the sideline asshole, I think we should eh, look into that. I think Earl I mean, might DJ Fluka. DJ Fluka, he's free agent too, and he and he yeah. looks like a fucking uh, a wild animal now. He he got yeah. fucking ripped up. Sure. Problem is, is, he sucks at football. Like no. that's that's the real that's the real downside. To DJ Ooh, DJ, DJ? Oh, yeah, bring his ass in, bro. He man, shit. He'll I mean, he's probably Lamar. better than probably better than John Simpson, but um, see, he could take Ronnie's spot. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, I, I would take anybody uh, over Ronnie at this point. You can't be worse. Can't be worse than Ronnie. So I don't know. I mean, we're, this is gonna be, this could be a, a seven-hour bitch fest about Sunday and just how fucking yeah, this, horrible things went. But there's no need for that because why dwell on something that happened 48 hours ago when we are a couple of like we Max, are. Max, this is Max. This is where you cut off a new game. Max, this is where you Bro. cut off what Jake is saying and you just drop the Bill Belichick. We're on Cincinnati. 
Yep, that's right. That's fair. We're on Cincinnati. No more <laughs> we questions. Are. We're on Cincinnati. There you go. So there you go. We play the Bengals on Sunday, part two. Not Sunday, but Thursday, rather. Thursday night football, Amazon Prime. Ravens are down in the All Blacks. Bengals are probably wearing their Ku Klux Klan uniforms. And I'm not going to listen to logic and correct uniform predictions otherwise. So fuck them. Kill the racists from Kentucky. Drew, anything else to add to that? I want to see Joe Burrow tackled after every play. I don't care if you get flagged for it. Just fucking bury him. You need to be physical with Jamar Chase. Um, he's banged up, and he's the guy that you can take out of the game mentally early if you beat the shit out of him off the line. Especially with no Marlin, we got to be physical. We got to fucking, you know, put safety help over the top, start hitting people. You know, again, get to the quarterback. If you hit Joe Burrow enough, he gets rattled, and he makes dumb throws. And then offensively, you know, we we put up 27 on them last time. Like, it was a pretty solid offensive showing. Um, they struggled to stop the run. You have this guy, Keaton Mitchell, who inexplicably only touched the ball four times on Sunday and had like 63 yards or 64 68. yards or something. 68. 68. Feed him. Again, let Gus run in between the tackles. Fucking, they can't cover Zay Flowers. That was the original, like, okay, yeah, Zay Flowers is here game. Like, you cannot cover him, so fucking feed him the ball. Let Odell get some catches. Let Mark Andrews cook. Mark Andrews does well against, you know, AFC North opponents typically. Uh, I'm, th- this is a game where you just had an embarrassing loss at home. You should be pissed off, and you need to come out and take that out on the fucking Bengals. So, yeah, it's it's pound the run, set up play action, throw the ball, and just keep going. Keep going. I want a Rashad Bateman touchdown this week because I want to really make it fucking hurt. Yeah. Um, he- here's, here's some numbers for everybody. The Bengals are 0-14 in road primetime games since 2013. Mm. The Ravens... And it's 0-3 with Burrow. The Raven, and the Ravens under John Harbaugh are 18-2 in home primetime games. Also, we're wearing all black. The Ravens with Lamar Jackson starting are 6-0 and wearing all black. You're dressed for a funeral. Make sure it's the Bengals' funeral. This yeah. kills their hope at the AFC North title. 100%. You beat them... If you beat them on Thursday night, they're not going to win the AFC North. Just no, mathematically, they, it's not right. going to happen. They can't catch us at that point because we beat them twice. Well, and yeah, they can't catch us. I don't think they could catch the Browns at that point. They might be able to catch the Steelers at that point. Yeah, but they can't win the division. So that, yeah. Right. Uh, so then they're in a dogfight and the AFC is so, I mean, like who who knows what, what the back end of the, the wild card is going to look like. So yeah, if we put, if we can beat them, they go to, they go to five and six. So then it becomes a question of can they even down the stretch? Can they even finish? They don't have an 500? easy schedule. Yeah, they don't have an easy schedule. Yeah, no, they have the a really either. hard. I'm pretty sure their last five games are really hard. So, um, yeah, if we beat them, we're we are putting their season basically on the ropes, and and we're done. We did our part. Two wins, um, and and it gives us. You know, it immediately erases the the stench of that loss from Sunday, and it mm-hmm. puts us completely in the driver's seat. Even after that loss, the the fact of the matter is this: the second place team in the division is Pittsburgh. Yeah, and I mean they're not to be taken lightly because they are Pittsburgh, and for whatever fucking reason, but they like suck. Week, they fucking they suck, suck. But but Mike Tomlin has find made a way to win. Yeah, here, Mike Tomlin here, has made here, some deal okay. with the devil. Here's my thing. I, I promise you, this is the this is. The truth, it's the exact same thing as when they they started 11-0 a couple of years ago. That team was the most fool's gold 11-0 team of all time, and then they went 1-4 and four down the stretch. Now, this team is 6-3, and three, and they are more fool's gold than the 11-0 team because they have been outgained in every single game they've played. They have a negative point differential. How the fuck do you end up 6-3 and three getting outgained in every game individually and having a negative point differential through nine games or 10 games. Because they're, they're nine Tomlin, games because they already had their, their buy. So through nine games, Mike Tomlin it's crazy. Sold his soul to Satan. Mike Tomlin sold his soul to Satan. And this is what happens. It's just, so this is one of those times when like the, the argument of like anybody who argues that the Steelers are good because they're six and three has never watched a Steelers game. They are fucking terrible. They're so they bad. They forget how they to play football when they play the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's the most wild thing I've seen. The other teams will find a way to fuck it all up, and Pittsburgh will just play like shit for three and a half quarters and then make a bullshit play or two just to eke out the victory. 
They have the For opposite faith. problem that we have. Right. We have in to, our losses. We just have to win is really what it boils down yes. to. Because again, the Steelers have a horseshoe up their ass. Right. The Browns, we've split with the Browns now, so we don't really have that tie break over them. And they're, you know, not knocking on our door, but they're they're in the mix. So let's knock the Bengals out now and then let's move on to the next week and just just keep winning football games. I mean, again, a nice a nice look on the championship DVD would be the Ravens had this, you know, ugly ass loss at home. And then they turned around four days later and they beat the living fuck out of the Bengals. Um, so the Steelers, by the way, this week play in Cleveland. So I think this is when the wheels start to fall off for Pittsburgh. Right, they could, or they could, you know, suck for three and a half quarters and then fucking pull a game out of their ass. Who knows at this point? Yeah, I'm just saying it's coming. Just because uh, knowing what we know about them, having seen them play, and then just mathematically speaking, the two things have to at some point come together that the team is bad and the numbers are really fucking bad, except for the record. Every other number sucks. So at some point, the record is going to reflect everything we know to be true. It's just- I mean, again, that's, that's fair, but it, it really boils down to they have luck on their side. We have not had luck on our side this year. Let's just fucking win football games and make sure no, that that doesn't. No, play no, I, I agree. I'm just, I'm just, you know, expanding on my. Water should, Steelers. water should find its level. You're right. Water right. should find its level at some point. If it was, if it was uh, only one thing, I'd say like, all right, you know, the Steelers, they don't look great to me, but they're still, you know, they're still outgaining their opponents. They still, you know, have outscored their opponents. Nothing. There's no. It's like it defies physics that they have a six and three record. Scientifically speaking, it's it, it is anomalous. It cannot be explained. Agreed. Trippy, what do you want to see happen on Thursday? What's your uh, you know you're obviously not happy with how Sunday went. Well, what can the Ravens? What can Todd? What can your boy Todd do to get back in your good graces? Oh, uh, I mean, I know it's going to be a division game, but I mean, just put some points on the board. You know, get more creative, like. Like you said two weeks ago, like get the uh, hot hand the ball more. You feel me? Like if it's a key and Mitchell feed them more. Um, I mean it's prime time. It's at the bank. I mean they should have that sour taste still left in their mouth against the Browns. <laughs> and like I said, just talking to them boys leaving out. I was just basically telling them like, man, I don't want to see this face after the uh, at the, uh, Thursday night. And you feel me? And cup bum, I was just like, yo, bro, really? The sorry-ass Browns? Really? The fucking Browns? And some of them was like, I know, right? They just had that look on their face. So, I mean, this is the time to really prove ourselves. And then you got to think about it. <clears throat> the Bengals won the AFC the last two times, right? So, <laughs> why not make it perfect? Knock them out the AFC North Thursday yeah. night. You okay. know what I'm saying? So, like I said, we're wearing all black. Let's let's make sure it's for a funeral. Yeah, it's a funeral. So. Kill their hopes telling, and dreams. I've been telling Bengal fans that all day on Twitter, like it's a friend for y'all. We wearing all black. Everybody, you know, come out in all black. So, like, I would love to see. Trippy, did you see? The, did you see the the funeral video that I posted earlier? No, I ain't see it yet. I'm gonna check because when I be at work, I don't really get a chance to look at all my tweets. Like, see all the tweets. No, it's, it's, it's not. It's not. A, it's, it's, it is not disturbing. actually a Ravens tweet. It's a retweet. You can check my timeline for it. But that should be us showing up to. The Bengals' funeral. When you watch this video, I'm looked like some woman was going down a. Looked like she was going down like a red carpet posing. Yeah, I, ru- I ruined the video for you because like what the first like 33 seconds of it, you're just like, what the fuck is happening? And then the camera pans over and it shows that it's happening at a funeral. It's a guy in a casket, and I want that to be Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean, person. even even if we went by a field goal or something, as long as we get the win. But I mean, to be honest with you, I wouldn't mind like just putting like that big statement on prime time, like, damn, the Ravens dominate the Bengals. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Because I mean, although Jackson. we lost to the because although we lost to the Browns, not to bring it up again, like we know the type of team we is. It's just that if we start getting up, can we keep that lead? You know what I'm saying? And with the defense we got, I don't see why. Like, I don't know what it is if it's a mic. If it's my man Mike, a problem, like, he, you know what I mean? He playing too much prevent or whatever, but it's just that we got to get better out there. Man. Yeah, and a big win goes a long way, especially on primetime. Like a, a Lamar, you know, a, a Jackson 5 on Thursday night shuts a lot of people up, puts the team in a good spot mentally. Um, again, Joe Burrow has played better recently, so you shut him out again. 
And that starts the questions in Cincinnati of, you know, is Joe Burrow worth the money? Are we ever going to win? Blah, blah, blah. Like, fucking make it hurt. Like, make them question themselves. You know, put them in a bad spot. Put them on the ropes for the season, like Will said. You know, five and six is not a, an easy task to fight back from and, you know, make the playoffs. So, you they can still think really, they will win the division, too. So, <laughs> yeah, you, you can do a perfect. lot of fucking damage. You can do a lot of damage to the Bengals, and you can really put yourself in a good spot, too, with a win on Thursday. Like it's 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 a very meaningful game, and you know the media has been calling it a test. I'm not going to call it a test. It's more of a like this sets the future for the rest of the season. Yeah, you win this game on on Thursday, you kind of control your own destiny at that point. Well, and you know what the funny thing is, they've been talking about this game as a test for the Ravens for a long time, and I it really pissed me off that they were doing that because it was like because that's been a narrative all season, but now I'm going to say it is a test for the Ravens, but it's not because of who they're playing. It has nothing to do with that. It's a test for the Ravens. They're, they're the test of themselves. Like it doesn't really matter who the fuck they're playing coming off of the, that game on Sunday, no matter who the opponent on Thursday is, you have to come out and not only win, but look like you have already forgotten about the Cleveland game and that you're, you know, back to who you, you actually are. And that, that game was, was not who you, you know, like you, you have to make it, make it clear. That was not who we are. It's not going to be who we are moving forward. Three days rest. We don't give a fuck. We're going to come out. We're going to score 40 points and we're going to fucking, you know, shit down the, the uh, opposing offense's throat. They've said all the right things so far this week of, you know, we're looking to bounce back, like get them Thursday, blah, blah, blah. Put that into action. Prove prove that those aren't just words, you know, right. act on them. Yeah. Do we want to get into scores? Um, we don't have to do jersey combos because we're already where we already know we're wearing nope. black, black. That's right. So. The, the favorite combination for most. But, yeah, Jake, might as well go to the score. I think it's going to be an ugly Ravens win 19 to 17. Mm. Um, <clears throat> give me uh Ravens twenty eight seventeen. All right, I'm gonna go thirty one fourteen Ravens. Dang. Break break thirty. Hold I, them. Damn, hold Drew, them under twenty. I feel bad, Drew. We've been we we've been going with the thirty for the last couple of weeks, and I took damn. I really wanted no, to say fine. I, mean, I really wanted to say thirty eight twenty seven or some shit like that, but. You're tempering expectations. You you know, that's fine. It makes sense. I took three away from the Bengals on your score, and I gave it to us. Justin Tucker's do a 55-plus yard field goal this week. So that's why I got 31 and you got 28. Makes sense. Will, we lose Will? 34-13. 34-13. All right. And then – Correct. Yeah. I mean, I like Will's the best. I like, I like Will's the best out of all of ours. But but by the way, my score from last week that I bet at plus 12,000 – if the Ravens had not had diarrhea down their fucking legs, I would have cashed that bet. We were winning 31-17, just like I said we were going to win. So until the fucking team decided to fall apart in the fourth quarter, that's a fucking win for me. I was so goddamn mad. Yeah, we and, all would have won. And even to get to hit 31, I was mad when Justice Hill got the carry to carry it in because I was like, I need a fucking Gus Edwards touchdown. Yo, we was just saying that in the chat. Right? Yeah. And then I turned yeah. around and said, oh, shit, there's a flag. I ain't going to lie. I was kind of happy. It was a flag. I was a, <laughs> I was so happy. And, hey, Trippy, not just the fact that I wanted Gus Edwards to score, but Justice Hill shouldn't get that carry. He just hasn't earned it. Get the fuck out of no. here. Yeah, too many fumbles. Too many Yeah, because, I mean, to be honest with you, like, and it goes back to the Keaton Mitchell only getting three carries. It was at one point I saw Justice Hill in there. One thing about me, I mean – you know, I fuck with all of them, but at that point, it was just like, yo, why are Keaton not in the game? Like, he's more, like, explosive. Like, remember back, like, a couple of weeks ago how we were saying Justice Hill was, like, a spark to the offense? Now I feel like if Keaton missed you, like, he's that yeah. spark, whereas, though. I mean, like, that's what I had been saying all year is that when yeah. he comes back, he's a fucking problem. You can't – his speed is a problem. And that's, you know, it, we, we got to utilize that speed. We got we, we have a game-breaking talent right there, just like Zay. Zay's got game-breaking speed. And, you know, game-breaking ability to beat one-on-one man coverage. we got to use that kind of shit to our advantage. Stop Mark Andrews creative. is an animal. Mark, Mark Andrews is a matchup nightmare. And so if you get him over the middle on a linebacker or you get only a safety covering him, throw him the fucking ball. Let him do something. You know, again, you have Odell Beckham, who's potentially operating as, like, your wide receiver two or three. 
And that's like an all world talent. Like, you know, one of the most talented wide receivers in NFL history, throw him the fucking ball, let him do something with it. Yeah. I mean, shit. Like I've seen so many clips now of people, you know, sucking off Rashad Bateman, showing him getting open on routes, which is great. He gets open on routes. Fucking see if he catches the ball. Throw a ball his way a couple times if he's Hello? Open. Hello. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, Hold on. I, I mean, guys, I gotta get everybody to just repeat your scores real quick. I didn't write them down. Hey. 30, 31 14 Ravens for me. Okay. Jake. 27 17 for Trippy. Okay. Oh, and Jake was 19. Jake was 19 17. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mine was 28 17. Right. You're 28 17? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 20, what did I say? 27 28 17. Trippy. Uh, 31 13. Okay. And then gambling wise, I'm doubling down on Keaton Mitchell this week. Um, I, I think this is the, you know, I'd take him 50 plus yards, especially if it's plus money again. I'd take him to score a touchdown this week. Um, if there's, you know, there's usually not a carries prop. Otherwise, I would say like over, you know, 10 carries for him. I think he, I think he gets a heavy workload this week. Uh, Mark Andrews, anytime touchdown, and Mark Andrews, 50 plus yards. And then I'm going to go Lamar, 200 plus yards passing. Um, real quick, anybody who's eligible, which, I mean, a lot of people who listen to this are in Maryland. So ESPN bet went live today. The only the way that I was able to find it to download it and get it now was if you had the Barstool Sportsbook app on your phone, you open that. It prompts you to download the ESPN bet app because they're transferring Barstool Sportsbook. If you had if Barstool was legal in your state, then ESPN will be legal in your state. Right. And yeah. And you and you need to know your email and your password that you were using to use the Barstool Sportsbook app yeah. uh, for ESPN bet. But on ESPN bet, this is a this is a little wrinkle. They are letting me parlay kicker. Ooh. So I'm going to give you my ESPN bet parlay and then I'm going to give you my parlay, like my my basic parlay, because not they also aren't giving like alternate, uh, you know, alt bets. So like, yeah. you know, that's this. That's how we do it. So I'm going to put my FanDuel bets in, but ESPN bet letting me parlay kickers. I like that. You still can't parlay defensive uh, players, though. So here's what I have. My ESPN parlay is uh, Justin Tucker over one and a half field goals made. Justin Tucker over two and a half extra points made. Uh, Gus Edwards, anytime touchdown. Lamar Jackson, anytime touchdown. Zay Flowers over 53 and a half. All right. So I placed that bet for $10 at plus 31.79 so that I could get $200 in bonus bets, just to be clear. That's why that exists. Um, but my par- my parlay for the Ravens, my my you know, that I would have given out any other week is gonna be uh Gus Edwards, anytime touchdown, Zay Flowers, 50 plus yards, Lamar Jackson, 25 plus rushing, Mark Andrews. 40 plus solid trippy hit us hit us with some magic here <clears throat> you got it uh, giving out street locks this week um whatever uh Rashad Bateman uh line is I like matter of fact I like Rashad Bateman for 25 plus this week I like I like Zay anytime touchdown Gus Edwards anytime touchdown also I think a Lamar Lamar Jackson anytime touchdown I like Mark Andrews 40 plus yards this is, by the way, at this point, we're at like, this is like a plus 6,500 parlay we're at, at least. This is mortgage. This is mortgage money. Yeah. Yeah. This is a lotto joint. You feel me? The zone 32 lotto joint. Um, Zay 50 plus yards. And I mean, that's about it for right now. I think they, they guarantee lots. So however y'all want to, you know, put it together. But I, I feel like Zay going to score this week. It, I mean, it's only, it's, it's only right. And it seemed like every time I say something, it always happened. Like last week, I said Odell playing against his Browns. You feel me? This is his first time playing against the Browns since they released him. He scored, and I feel like they keep saying he want to score in Baltimore. Like it's perfect prime time Thursday night against the Bengals, which he should have scored week two, but he didn't. Yeah, he gonna get it this week. Jake, give us your uh, your your gambling picture. Oh, I'll do my best because you know how it is out here, but. I'm not gonna lie, your three is perfect. The Bengals don't defend tight ends well. Eaton didn't get much of a workload last week, so he's the freshest of the backs. So your logic makes perfect sense with that. And Lamar over 200, that's usually money. So I have no problem with the three you said. So instead, I'll throw in the Project Pat just because at some point it's gonna hit. 
anytime Tuddy for Mr. Ricard and all the even though you can't bet defensive players, I'll you give bet, you a bold. You, you, you can bet it. You can bet it on its own though. Solo it. Yeah, you can. You can bet a Ravens defensive oh. touchdown. Oh, and 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 by the way, Geno Stone anytime interception is always. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, fucking Kyle Hamilton. Send me my fucking money. Bitch. Oh, I got that's, another one. That's right. The Davius Clowney or um, Justin Matabike <laughs> set sack. Shit, I'm 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 gonna start betting both of them. I've been doing Clowney and I and I keep. I don't know if it bro, maybe that just... shit was plus money, bro. And I was mad as shit. I did not put that on my parlay. Like once I got in the stadium, bro, my mind was gone. Everybody tripped me, and then I put my phone in my pocket. And then by the time the game started, I said, "Damn!" When he got that sack, I said, "Damn!" I ain't even put him on my parlay. Yeah, it was plus one twenty eight. Both, yeah, both of them was plus. I know y'all don't fuck with DraftKings, but I think it was like yeah, plus one twenty five or some shit like that for like uh, a half a set. I'll give you one more. LSU on LSU crime. Patrick Queen anytime sack. He's gonna get two on Burrow. Joe Burrow's a Mm. sucker. You're predicting two, two. Patrick Queen sacks. Okay, all right. Fucking right. Uh, hold on, hold Jake, on. You know what? Jake I did it. I did it again. I haven't been writing this down. This is this is some complicated shit. <laughs> it is. I thought about calling a pick, but Drew, uh, you I'm went first, sad. didn't you? Yeah. He, yes, he did. Right, Keaton you... touchdown. Keaton touchdown. Keaton fifty plus yards. Mark Andrews touchdown. Mark Andrews fifty plus yards. Oh, hold on. What do you think? I'm a fucking stenographer. Slow down. Yeah. Fucking type. How hard is it? Hold on. Keaton Mitchell touch, touchdown plus what? Uh, 50 plus. Yeah. 50 plus yards. Okay. Mark Andrews touchdown. Right. Mark Andrews, 50 plus yards. TD and 50 plus. Not sure if yeah, I we... said it the first time, but I like Zay, you know, 40 plus yards. Zay 40. And then Lamar 200 plus yards passing. Okay. Yeah. We'll find somebody that can, um, I mean, holla at, um, T or something. Phil, see if he can, um, Make us a nice so, little graphic. Yeah, yeah, like a nice little zone thirty two, so we can have like um like my man Ben Harvey doing like well he got like the little uh you know you click the link and he got like the best of the week but something like a zone thirty two is or we could post it every week we do like a DraftKings special I know y'all yeah. fuck with DraftKings but you know a DraftKings special uh, a FanDuel special I don't, you know I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck who, who you gamble with it's up to you yeah uh, nobody's paying us I don't give a fuck that's your money uh so trippy tell. <laughs> Tell, tell me your tell me your parlay again. All right, I like Lamar two hundred plus yards. All right, hold on. Don't be like Drew, fucking micro machines no, guy. I got you. The... I got you. All right. No, my fault. You can't type fast. Type with one finger like an old person. I, I, like I got Keaton, my two thumbs out. I like Keaton Mitchell fifty plus rushing yards. Okay. <clears throat> I like Gus Edwards and Zay Flowers to score. TD. Okay. What I say? I say Keaton Mitchell rushing. Yards. Oh, and, um, Bateman over um twenty five plus. Oh yeah, well, yeah, twenty five plus. Okay, Mark yeah. Andrews forty. Oh shit, he's still going forty plus. Yeah, Zay fifty, and it was something else. I said, what else? I said, oh, I said, and if y'all want to, y'all could throw um Clowney and Matt BK sacks. Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. And you could do that on DraftKings too. I'm actually doing the parlay as I speak. So let me. You can par- you hold on. You can parlay the the defensive players in. Hell yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's like over. I think you have to do over half a sack, but it's same same shit. Yeah, like you could do like like like. Look, they got Patrick Queen tackles on here. They got assists. They got tackles plus assists on here. Turnover. Um, Ravens to lose a fumble, like shit like that. Oh, the Ravens to record a set. But can you parlay all that shit? Hell yeah! yeah. Huh. Same game parlay. <laughs> See, that's Damn. why I like DraftKings a little bit because. It's certain shit you could do on DraftKings that you can't do on FanDuel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, all like, right. Like, like for instance, they got Roquan for over six and a half sacks. That six seemed like tackles. a lot. Six and a half tackles, not sacks. Okay. Hold on. Hey, be careful oh, with that boy. one. Last week, last week. So Dur- I, I'm 99% sure. I, if I can't remember if it was this week or no, it was definitely it was a Cleveland game. I live bet Patrick Queen and uh, Roquan Smith. Over one was over seven and a half and six or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I live bet both of them for two units each and lost on both. So I lost yep. four units on, on that. So be very careful. So how many tackles did you, you, you put them all for? Cause Roquan Smith had 21 tackles. <laughs> this yeah. is not two weeks ago. Uh, I think oh, it must've yeah, been two I'm, weeks ago. It must've been two bad, weeks ago. I'm, I'm, I'm Cause I think, that. yeah, we were on PSF. Like, 
Yeah. And it was like, um, Patrick, I think I even like asked you guys before I did it. Yeah. Queen had like four and a half tackles in like the middle of the second quarter. And you're like, I should hit like three and a half. And it was like over seven or something like that. Yeah. And we were like, oh, yeah, that's a lock. And then it was like Roquan had two tackles and it was like over six and a half. I was like, well, there's, of course he's going to get that. And, and neither one hit. I about to say, I know why. Cause look, I just put Kyle Hamilton on my ticket for over three and a half set. I mean, tackles, right? But at the bottom, it says solo tackles only, assists not included. See, that's what they uh, see. That's how they get you, right? Oh, all right. So, yeah, that's where that, that half comes in. That half is misleading because you're reading it like you would read a box score, like mm-hmm. six and a half tackles, but they're only counting uh, unassisted tackles. Okay. So there you go. And then, and then for Jake's parlay, just put Ricard anytime touchdown and Queen two plus sacks. That's got to be like plus 28 million. So you put forty cents on that, you're yeah, gonna like, be like a billionaire. You can't eat like nobody will even book that bet. If you if you hit that, you own the sports book. I think right. fucking yeah. right. They're not gonna be able to not gonna be able to pay you. Think about it. Be able to pay you. It's gonna have to pay you out in stock. So there you go. And I had fuck. Do we remember what I had? I had uh, I think Gus, the, the, Gus Gus touchdown. Lamar two hundred plus. You put no, that in every parlay. I didn't put that one in there. You had Mark oh, Andrews um, touchdown, right? I had Lamar twenty-five plus rushing. Oh, Lamar! You had Lamar anytime touchdown and Lamar twenty-five plus rushing. No, I, that the one the Lamar anytime touchdown is what I have in my ESPN parlay. Gotcha. Uh, Gus touchdown, Lamar twenty-five plus, Zay fifty plus, and Mark Andrews forty plus. We're gonna listen back to this on Wednesday, and we did not repeat any of our bets. <laughs> I'm almost positive I nailed mine. But I'm I, sure I remember you said I remember you said something about Justin Tucker field goals though. Yeah, but I can't. Yeah, that was so. That's that was my ESPN bet. So you know, I I know a lot of people who listen to this use FanDuel. I just know based on the screenshots I see from people's bets. So FanDuel, I you can't parlay kickers. So then you know when I saw ESPN let me do it, that, that was exciting. So, so what you like them for again? You like them for over? You like them for over two field goals? Uh, over one and a half. Over one and a half. Yeah. So two okay, plus. Okay. Two plus and two and, and a half then, extra points. Yeah, two and a half extra points over. All right, I got you. I'm gonna just do the two field goals. That doesn't really compute with my my uh, final score that I predicted, but I don't care. It's fine. All right. And I guess there there I guess there is a way, but yeah. All right, music. I will actually write this down as we go. Music, uh, Jake, go because nobody's gonna vote for your pick anyway, so it's not like it matters. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. For the for the six percent of you who voted for the Acacia Stream last week, y'all some real ones. This week, counting worms by knocked loose. Knocked loose, <laughs> counting worms. Counting yep. worms by knocked loose. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. I mean, they're from. I mean, they're from Kentucky, and the guy sounds like he sounds pissed off. So I'm like, hey, fuck it. Let, let's yeah, sure. Let's think of it as a pissed off Bengals fan. Who doesn't know who knocked loose? Bad be a Bengals fan. Okay. Oh no! Trippy, you want to go next? Loose, counting worms. All right, well. All right, Trippy, what do you got? We played the bagels this week, so hopefully we keep that ass at the basement. So I'm going to do 3-6, who run it? Okay, that's a good one. Given uh, recent developments about our team and their, you know, music listening habit, habits, I'm going to go Finito, Chief Keef. Chief Keef. Jesus, I can't even talk. Hey, that's my shit right there. Yeah, that's F-A-N-E-T-O for the song name, Will. I think that's the song. Like spell it slower if right you there. want. F I N I T O. F A N E T O. The fuck? Don't I'm in the villa. What the fuck is you? Who the fuck is you? Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to win. Adrew, hit Cassie up, right? And tell her we need to hear that Thursday night. Like, I don't know who's in control of that, but certain games, you need to have different things like music. You feel me? And I think that'd be perfect. You feel me? Like, I feel like they can't play that song because it'd, it'd just be all blanks. Way too many uh, words that they would blank out over uh, public airways. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Damn. Yeah. The ed- edited version of that is just the beat. I'm pretty sure. I mean, or they could just do the beat for real. The beat would be yeah. like, damn. Yeah, get people going. Get get the, get the place rocking. All right, Will. Music yeah. Break. Well, actually, it's funny that you, you said it gets the people going because I'm taking a song on the same album as, as that song. I'm taking Jay-Z and Kanye Ham. Oh, I thought you were going to go with the other one. I want to see how you skirted your way around it. No, I said this, that's why I said it's on the same, yeah, on the same yeah, album. That's unfortunate. Yeah. That's, uh, my, my ears perked up because I was like, hmm, what is Will going to say for the uh, right. first word? Of- 
<laughs> nah, I would, yeah. I would, t- I'd tag in Trippy for 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 the uh, the song name on that, but I, but no, <laughs> I'm going with Ham because I think that that that's, that's going to be the the theme of the night on Thursday night. We got to fucking go hard as a motherfucker. Fair, fair. Uh, Kanye West is a problematic choice. I'm not sure that we should be supporting his actions. Separ- separate podcast. the art from the artist. Separate the art from the artist. Fair, but uh, again, I just don't, I don't know if we can do that. We might get canceled and taken off iTunes and shit. If we've we've used Kanye West. West as promo for this uh for this podcast before. Yo, y'all fuck with that jacket in the background? Yeah. I like it. Right. Yeah, let me know. You know, I got my own little discount code too, so I'm gonna be uh posting this soon. Yeah, I like that. I might buy one. We'll see. Shit. All right. Well, I think we uh we covered everything, think, right? Yeah. Um fuck the Bengals, fuck incest, fuck Joe Burrow, fuck the Ringlets bandits. Yeah, y'all just, ain't never gonna win a fucking ring. I'm still waiting to see who who out of y'all or the Browns gonna win a fucking Super Bowl for Paul Brown. Rest his soul. Neither one. Cause if no, it, no cause Super Bowls. Because if, if it wasn't for our late owner Art Modell, it wouldn't even be no fucking Bengals. So that motherfucker fired Paul Brown, and then he yep. went to Cincinnati and said, "You know what? You know I'm gonna call these motherfuckers the Bengals." <laughs> Call these yeah, motherfuckers the Bengals, and all we're gonna do is all we're gonna do is lose. Oh fuck, Chris Collinsworth too. Fuck Chad Johnson. Fuck Chris Collinsworth. Fuck Chad Johnson. Fuck, fuck Joe Mixon. Um, fuck Peter Warwick. Cordy Cory Dillon. Who the fuck else? John you, Kitna. There's that. There's one DJ name that Shrizada. you better not say. There's one name you better they, not they, say. Hey yo, the, the, fuck I ain't gonna say Sison. Boomer. Boomer. Fuck you. Boomer oh oh yeah, and don't forget the um the Bengals. They uh Glizzy Gladiators or gl- Glizzy Eaters. Remember that yeah, post? Y'all, y'all <laughs> yeah. ain't see that post? Yeah. Oh. That's right. Yep. Bro, T Higgins, yep. my was saying something about that. Like, hold oh, up, <laughs> Glizzy Gladiators. Yeah, T.A. is going to be sitting on the sidelines sucking down hot dogs because he's not playing. Yo, everybody yo, everybody that's listening to this, yo, pass the word around. Yo, everybody go get a glizzy from the um stands, and we're going to throw that shit at the players. All right. They can't, they can't kick out 80,000. They can't kick out That's right. You can't kick out 80,000. It is one final thought, man. We know this point, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's the end of the podcast. One fan base and one group of people hails from Southern Kentucky – not north, actually not southern, northern Kentucky, eats chili spaghetti, fucks their cousins, and hates people that are not of their same pigmentation. The other fan base, the good guys, do not do that. So let's beat the fucking shit out of those motherfucking cocksuckers from northern Kentucky. But anyway, that's going to do it for hold this on, episode. Hold on, hold on. One more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Yeah, real quick. Throw it in. Uh, our our uh, resident fake doctor, Tom, his family, they uh, lost their- I thought their... you were talking about, uh, no. talking about Mills RX. No, 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 no. The fi- the the a resident internet doctor, I should say, uh, Tom, who's been on the podcast before twice, I think. Uh, yeah, we yeah. Got his they, headphones they, both times. Yeah, they 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 lost their dog the other day, so you know we like to shout out the the pups. So, anybody's... so let's win this. Let's win this for Tom's dog. Yeah, I'm That's trying. Right. To, I'm trying to cheers with you, but it disappears with my background. So yeah, fucking cheers. We'll pretend cheers. I had anything in my cup. So. <laughs> I know his his dogs are both named after uh, Game of Thrones, but I don't want to say the wrong dog's name. So, R.I.P. to Tom's dog that died. That's fair. R.I.P. to Tom's dog that died. But anyway, that's gonna. Speaking of dying, that's gonna do it for this week's installment. We will be back to discuss this, that, and the other. But meanwhile, even though we'll probably broken up right now, it's time for me to die. Zone Zone Thirty Two Thirty Two.